This is your jive-ass alien, Tony Shaba. Come check out me and Beth as we wrap up our, my my entire love life. See how saucy. I don't want to leave you guys limp there. Hang, just leave you hanging there. So, you know, we're going for the big bang. So, we're going to follow this up part two. And stay tuned, jive-ass alien on Instagram. And I'll check you guys later. Dude, I remember when my my voice started kind of spiking all that stuff. Well, this is gonna be real sound real stupid because it just hit my head. But do female voices cry? No. Oh shoot, man! All right, so because they're always high pitched. They don't compared to men. Yeah, man. If they're, if they're really low, it usually means it's females on steroids or something. So that talk about like trying to be you know sex ed, right? Because that's kind of what we kind of touched about this. So this I don't even know what today is. Is twenty second? I think so. 22nd, yeah, 23rd? Yeah, because I had bills to pay yesterday. Oh, wow. <laughs> so gee. I know what day it is. That's like, how do, you know bills are due. how do you know you're an adult when that's how oh, you know? Like, if I was at some gay bar and some dude bought me a drink, I'd totally take it, you know? So, yeah, too bad I'm not. Hmm. But, but, yeah, I sit there and, and pull on my shirt so you can see the, the tufts of my hair <laughs> showing on my little sweaty chest. But, so, did you ever get any indication of that from the farm, uh, from the storage? Anything? Any girl make any comment? Anything? About you? Yeah. No. But, you know, I try not to get too chummy with a lot of our yeah. customers there yeah i got, I got a lot of them i just wanted to i moved one office. in man but yeah you're not supposed to get too chummy with them <laughs> for a while i thought there was something going on between you and her well honestly like i was trying to make it but but like it it wasn't she was just a train wreck well and it's one of those i'm not gonna give anybody because it's almost like part of my lane too right i opened the door you know i set out the little saucer of milk yeah and you, I can't... feed the cat once man yeah but and okay do you remember at that storage place it, it took me i think she's the one that actually told me that but there was a guy that was a, a pimp there like he was a, a legitimate um, um um do you remember his name no i don't remember his name but he always used to come in with his wife and he had one of the little sneaky uh, storages where you come into the main gate go to the right and you go upstairs and it was right there and so it didn't even dawn on me but he'd always bring in different women and apparently those were his uh his, his, his girls girls yeah and so they go there and change. Oh, I forgot his name, but it was always him and his wife. And then one time his wife came and without him and she locked him out or something. But one time. I have a vague memory. It's like, I remember, like, they're both. They always the walked pimps. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah was like I, I, I can't put a face to them, but nah, I vaguely yeah. remember that. Like the rumors or you just seen them or whatever? Or just what we've talked about. Well, and so he. I remember one time he came in with this, with this young girl. And I mean, she's eyeing me like if, like if I'm wearing a. Um, a necklace of sausages, man. It's just and, a, and it's like a, a dog just with the neck of sausages. Like she just gave me this eye, and I look over, and by this time I kind of had her whatever, and not to stereotype or nothing, but you look at her and you're like, oh, I can see that, you know. But she gave me this look, and I'm just kind of in my head. I'm like, oh no, don't even go. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm already re- playing far ahead, and I'm sweeping out there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's quiet, so whatever. And he comes walking. It's by the bathroom, the the 
the infamous bathroom. And he comes walking to me, he's like, he's like, hey man, I use the bathroom. Oh yeah, he's like, give me a key, whatever. And he's like, uh, hey man, my friend likes you. My head's like, no, 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 no. Don't say it. I, don't I, say it. <laughs> like I, I looked at the script ahead of time, man, and I don't want, I don't want this part. And so he comes over here, and I'm like, oh okay. And he goes to the bathroom, and she's waiting kind of down by the corner of the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of within yelling distance, roughly, but. I kind of like I'm just like I can feel her eyes on me, man. So don't make like, eye contact. Don't make eye contact. So I made sure not to. It's awkward because I had to stand sideways. Like I don't want to give her the full Monty, and I don't want to like, turn around and, like show all these sweet buns of mine. Cause I'm over there by my you know my workload going up and down the stairs, and um, I was in the military at that time, so I was a fit little sexy beast. And I look <laughs> at the picture now, and I'm but all pinching. But you were pinching. bald then. Yeah, I saw one of the sexy bald man, but I still had the, the wig. It was fading real fast. You could tell. It's like, dude, just, just just let it go, man. But so anyway, he comes out of the bathroom and gives me the key, whatever, and he goes down there. And she comes walking, and I'm just like, oh, no, no. And she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And then she says, I, I love his life. She's just like, do you date? And I'm just like, and I'm like, well, I mean, occasionally people would date, sure. But I'm trying to, like, give her, like, as much hints, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to buy a ticket for this rodeo, man. Don't got any money, dude. <laughs> it's like, if, if you saw my paycheck, you'd laugh the other way. Like, mm-hmm. me sweeping is probably the most productive I've been today. Like, you trust me, you don't want to... You're barking up the wrong tree, like, you know? And so she's, like, trying to talk cutesy, and I just basically, like, just, nah, it's not having it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of brushed it off. And then, same place, I don't know if it was before that, but there was another kind of young girl where she was kind of talking to me, and, and she, she invited me to, like, the Tioga Garden. Because they're going to have, like, a game night or whatever. And, and I was like, look, man, you want to talk about a dry spell? This is like the Sahara, man. I'm like, why not? You know, she's, she looks fine. I don't know much about her. So I met her downtown, and she got a ride from friends. And she's already buzzing, and we're hanging out and stuff. And, and we start talking. And she was one of those people that talks, like, she, she thinks she's an intellectual. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about what a, what, a, what a dweeb I am or, or what, you know, what gets me off or whatever. But she kept saying, irregardless. And irregardless is not a word, people. Like, look it up. They try to court, like, jam it into the dictionary. It's not a word. But she would just, almost every single was like, but irregardless. And, I mean. And you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Absolutely not. <laughs> you, want, you want the anti-erection? I mean, I think I impregnated myself that night. I just kind of know. And so I. I I'm going to start saying irregardless around you. Oh, man. Why? <laughs> of all the things, I would not have suspected this would be, like, the sword I'm going to fall on. But, so. She kept saying, regardless, regardless. And even for a while, I had to think about it. I don't think that's the word. So I, I had offered her a ride, so I took her back to her, to her apartment. And it was in the cul-de-sac. And, you know, it had a gate right there. And uh, it, was, it was full with cars. And I'm just, and she's like, hey, you want to come in? And this, we're all buzzing. And I just want to go home, man. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's zero interest there. She's like, hey, you want to come in? I'm like, uh, nah, it's cool. Like, it, there's no place to park. <laughs> and she's like, like we, you could just swing by and park there. I'm like, nah, it seemed like it'd be too much trouble. That's cool. I'll just leave it right here. And so and we never talked. She gave me her number. I saw her, like, come in and pay for storage. And then she she moved out of a while later that. And then also, there was a girl, I think I kind of talked to you about. There was a girl at the bank that we used to make a deposit every day. Oh, Sundays. yeah, I remember her. And we talked and got real chummy. And then we set up a date. And then, like, I texted her. And then, like, the day of our date, she was like, hey, I don't think, you know, because, you know, you're a customer. And I'm just like, all right, that's BS, first off. Like, you're not attracting me. I, I just don't get why you, you do that. And, again, it's not their fault. Maybe I just put them in an awkward uh, situation. Um, I had, the first time, after a few months working there, I had actually uh, procured a date in one of the dumb sites where 
she she actually came to this and you know how it looks there's one giant gate in or out mm-hmm. the back gate is behind the dumpster it's kind of a secret gate but she came willingly into there into my apartment and 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 i was hella nervous so i drank a little before she showed up so of course i, I remember she's like you ever seen this movie hot rod so we watched one of my favorite movies hot rod i threw it on the dvd and i passed out like halfway through the movie like we talked about nothing oh if i remember oh, that's so annoying when you go on a date with somebody and they won't talk to you, <laughs> was like I didn't get I didn't want the date for for talking. You know what I mean? <laughs> want want, but like I remember putting the movie. And I'm just a dweeb. I'm just nervous. And um, I remember we were, we were talking. And, and I now I remember now that she was uh, vegan, and this is like somehow I got the idea. But I cooked this, these portobello mushrooms, mm-hmm. like the big caps, and they were pretty delicious. Like I did the spices thing, and I was like I was kind of impressed. And I was like. Dude, if this doesn't get you laid, I mean, you're not getting you, you don't deserve it, buddy. And I'm not even saying that at night. You know, whatever you're, you know, whatever makes you comfortable. But I passed out, woke up, we never talked again, obviously. And so the guy, the girl at the bank, there's another girl at the bank, shot down, shot through the heart, but you're too late. Excuse and, me. Wow, that came right loud through it. I like it, too. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, I it was so loud. to stifle it as much as possible. If you want me to, I'll block it out. It's, we're um. almost wrapping up anyway. <laughs> So that went nowhere, of course. And then, oh, so I used to have to go do marketing. And there was a, uh, a girl from a different apartment place. I remember her. Oh, my God. Like, it felt like we were crushing so hard. And three times, it was like three times the lady where I was like, dude, you're not going to get a date. Like, for whatever reason, she's too nice. This is the and thing then I even her friend, like, got involved. Like, you know, did she talk to you today or something like that? I, I think that was a different one. Who who were you talking about? I'll block out the name if you uh, the one at like the heritage apartments. I don't remember. I don't remember a friend thing of all. I might have been. I might have just blocked it out. Mm. I don't remember. I just remember you talking about her and it's like, oh yeah, her friend works nearby and I was yeah, talking about her. Yeah, they both apartments. Yeah. Oh man, was that? That just makes me more pathetic. So that was another uh, no show. Uh, and there's a couple probably that I missed throughout the the line. There's one where I felt like I was the most scummiest. And we're already kind of past the hour, but I kind of want it because it is important about, especially with the toxic masculinity, whatever. It was one of the times, I don't think I was in the military at that time, but I rode my bike. Either I rode my bike or I took the uh, train up to Oregon. And by myself, we were living in Fresno, and I was staying, a cousin that I'm real close with, he's a few years younger than me. He had his own little apartment, and, and I'm just feeling good vibes there back in Oregon, and I'm drinking. I bought my little bottles of vodka because I... I got I got them so I could carry them in my jacket and I could take my swig. I'm just a bad dude. But not even like I'm a bad dude. I'm just like I'm bad. I'm a bad dude. <laughs> so, but this is the thing these girls didn't know this about me, so I I can't give them that, that like that's why they didn't date you. Like, well maybe I just completely show it. Well then I I feel like I was very open. But so I went to the apartment and we're watching Netflix or something, and he has his girl there. You know they're kind of like one of those kind of. Uh, on and off relationships, kind of like volatile almost. But I don't know if she was pregnant at that time, but they, they have a kid and stuff. But she had a friend over who was, uh, was real cute and I was really vibing with. But it was like, oh, she's she's kind of with somebody, whatever. And I was very much trying to like to like to, to rub up on her all, all the time. And I'm feeling good. And but ba- she's not, you could tell she's not with it, but it's almost like I'm not, I'm definitely not listening to her, right? And, mm-hmm. and I felt scummy, it felt gross. But at that time, you know, there's no excuse. There's no like, eh, was the alcohol. Whatever. No, it's all me being a dumb idiot. And and they're sitting there like, you know, she's sitting on his lap, his couch, and her friend. I'm, you know, we're both like cuddled up on the couch, or I'm trying to cuddle up. And she's just, 
if I remember, like, her, her friend's the one that kind of brought over. So she's kind of stuck there, right? Mm-hmm. And they disappear to the room to, like, just lie down. And it's just me and her. And I'm not making it comfortable for her. She just came in to hang out with her friend. And I'm just being this douche nozzle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but nothing happened. And she'll move on. I black out. And, you know, she takes her off. But by the next day, I felt like complete garbage. Like, I remember I, I was talking to my cousin. I was texting, like, texting him, like, hey, man, can you talk to her? And, like, I feel like a dumb piece of shit. Like, she had a dude... There was no reason for me to behave that way. Like, and she was basically like, oh, um, you know, his girl. And like, oh, he talked. She talked to her like, nah, it's fine. Like, hi, you guys were just, you guys were just having fun. Like, nah, it's, I, I don't, to this day, I don't like it. I never want to be close to that level. It just scum me as shit. Like, I just hate that. So I could almost just off that alone be like, then you deserve all this, you know, swing and misses because it's almost like you put out the, I don't know. It just, I hate it. And it's one of those, I'm never going to try to deny it. I'm never going to try to hide it. There's no excuse. I can't undo that feelings I had to make her feel uncomfortable, and there's just no excuse. There's just no excuse, and um, yeah. But at least you realized. But it just sucks that she was put in that position, you know. And, and women go through way worse nowadays. And whoever d- denies that kind of shit, you gotta be dumb idiot to not even listen to it. You know what I mean? For you, just like no, that's not what happened. Like it totally. You not even listen to somebody else. You know, I don't have a knowledge of that, so I'd rather much listen to them. So, let's see. Uh, that's pretty much run down the... Well, uh, it'll go a little over, but... So, my last kind of relationship was... It's been maybe over two years now, but... It was a girl I met online, and I kind of talked to you about it, where... We got along real great. It doesn't seem like she was too into dating at that time, but it was like... After a day or two talking, like, hey, let's go out and... Uh, let's just, just throw it out there. Let's just go out to this pizza place. Uh, me and Ed's. And she's like, oh, yeah, they got a beer tap there. So, it's like, all right, done. Now, she's she's... Involved with the planning, right? Mm-hmm. So we go. <clears throat> There's a real cool setup where you pay a, you pay by the ounce or something. So we're trying different beers. And we're talking about beers and about like, uh, oh, so what's up? You know, she has two kids, and we got along great. So with like in real quick succession, she, I guess the, the the attractive part of me is that I rode a motorcycle, and she was like, oh yeah. So I threw on the back of the hog because that's what you say, and I ended up buying. Does your her- motorcycles even work anymore? Definitely not with me. So, like, there's some underlying factor. <laughs> no, that... I mean mechanically. Mine? Yeah. No, it's just, oh, yeah. No, I, I just don't ride it because it's too hot. Mm. Too late. But, yeah, it's 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 just like me. Like, it's older, uglier, but, like, the motor's the motor still revs, baby. So it's still there, <laughs> but I, I, I take it once in a while. So, threw on the back of the bike. She loved it. Um, I bought her a cheap helmet. I bought her a cheap jacket. I didn't spend more than, like, two, three hundred bucks. I'm doing... At that job, I was doing okay. It's still the job I'm at right now. But I hooked her up, and she's loving it. And But it was it was like hot and cold. Like one minute, we're all over each other, and, you know, we're making out. Um, that's as far as it went. But then the next minute, she's, like, keeping me at a distance. Like, I remember the last time I tried kissing her, it was like it was like the kind that when your aunt gives it to you, you know, it was like, <laughs> uh, I don't want it. Like, she turned, it was just kind of like, oh, man, what is happening? And she, the only one that my friend, the only one that I probably ever had, but the only one that my friend uh, met, we double dated with him and I don't know if he had just married his wife at that time. And they loved it. They're like, dude, she's great. You guys are real, like, it seems like you guys have known each other forever. And, you know, she's nice and buzzed. She's like, I don't know if she texted me when we talked, but she said something about, like, oh, I'm so glad I met you. And it's kind of like, it's one of those actions did not reflect that at all. Because mm-hmm. the next minute we're not dating. So our last date, it was kind of on and off, like, where she'd be upset. And one week she had her kids, one week they were with her da- their dad. <clears throat> and at the beginning, she was very much like, Look, when I'm with my kids, like, they're, they're just for me, so kind of leave me alone. 
for the week. So like, oh, okay, I get that. Whatever. I'm busy working. I just focus on that. But once in a while, she's like, hey, I was just thinking about you, whatever. And then like, she worked in close enough to where where, where I worked during when I had to do something during the day. So once in a while, I'm like, hey, I was driving by and I seen you, and be like, oh, why are you following me? And I'm like, it's like you're trying to make it an issue. Like it just, I'm very observant, and I just so happened to see you, and I thought it was kind of cute. And, and you you wearing headphones, so I was like, hey, just say what's. And so the next time. I told her that, and I seen her, like, oh, hey, just, I saw you over there, because she goes to get the mail, whatever, and she's like, uh, oh, you should have stopped and said hey, and I'm just like, like, come on, man, I'm trying to look at all the details, and I'm not trying to jump to any conclusions, and I really don't like myself, so I'm doing everything to kind of make sure that I'm the, 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 in the wrong, and then it just, it was night and day, night and day, and so the last date, I, uh, we, we met up after work at a, in Tower District, and we go to this, yeah, I've been to this bar, and I'm like, no, I never heard of it, and our thing was like beers, like I was kind of getting more into beers at the time, so we were doing a lot of different breweries, and we had fun, we talked, we chat, we ate, she, she loved to eat, you know, and, and tell me this is a mistake, one time after a couple of dates with her, I told her like, because I felt this way, right, because I'm one of those, I, I don't hide my emotions, but I was like, oh, I'm smitten by you, and like the next day it was basically like, oh, you shouldn't have told me that, like, she didn't like how that sounded, and to me, it was, it was more like, I don't know. I meant it like that's a, a, a really sweet way to say it in my book. Sweet way. I didn't say I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. I didn't say I got your first initial tattooed on me so I could finish it out later. You didn't use the L word. Hell no, man. <laughs> lust, lust. But it was like it was night and day. And so that last day, um, we met. It was it was kind of last minute thing. Like, hey, I'm half a minute for work. What about here? What about there? All right, let's meet there. And like, it was, I bought her a couple growlers. I got her into like. Drinking, I didn't mind spending money on her, but not like to like to buy her attention, but just mm-hmm. like to spoil her. Like she liked little bags, so I think we were at the we went to like uh, raw. We were just you know just spending time together, and and it was like a cute little bag she liked, and and I was just, and I kind of didn't think about, it, but later it kind of stuck in my head, and so I, I mentioned I even I think I even asked her to kind of make it. Hey, how would you feel like I bought that bag? I don't want to feel like oh I'm just buying you stuff. But like oh that'd be cool. So I bought her a bag and it was cute, and I met one of her kids and. And she was like, because uh, I showed up on my bike, he's like, oh, my, my son, he thinks you're, he thinks he's really, like, uh, he really likes you or whatever. He thinks he's real cool. You ride a motorcycle. So without trying now, um, you know, the boy, the kid's liking me, one of them anyway. It's just night and day. The last, we meet up at this restaurant. It was on a Friday, I believe. And we had a fun time. And it's one of those, we don't want the times to end. So it was like, hey, there's a bar. Like, just down the street, like, let's go. And then it's like, all right, you want to meet me there or whatever? She's like, well, let's just go on your bike. And it's like, well, I just I came off work, so I just have my helmet. And I'm not trying to be an idiot, you know. Not only am I kind of buzzed, but it's like, well, I'm, you know, I don't have a helmet. It's like, oh, I just, just, you know, just be free or whatever. So, like, maybe just because, like, this is the night, baby. So, you know, we hop on my bike, you know, and, like, to be... I, I could have been a douche and me use my helmet and just like, hey, if you fall tits, that's on your own. But mm-hmm. So I, I, I just left my helmet hanging or whatever. I threw it in the car. So we ride up, like, nervously. I mean, I'm nervous, but we go. We hang out. We have a few drinks, and then we ride back. And I remember she takes she takes her picture off the bike. So one, that should be a clue. Like, well, I don't want you in it, dude. But mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh. And that, I think that's the night where she texted me kind of like, uh, that was so much fun, whatever. And, you know, it's, it's so... At that place, we're drinking, we're having fun, and somehow we got on this topic, and we talked about, like, being in love, and I kind of told her, like, well, I've never been in love. Like, I've loved, or I've had real strong feelings for other women, but they were never reciprocated, so in my mind, my definition, we were never in love. And for some reason to her, it was like this weird, like, uh, like watching a car crash. Like, she, she got this weird, 
and, and of course, she, you know, she should be allowed to tell her story. So I don't want to feel like people take my word 100% for her. But she had this almost weird, like, obsession with, like, really? Never? What happened? So I told her some near misses. And it's almost like like a car crash. Like, she got this joy out of it. And it, it made me feel uncomfortable. Like, you're, you're not... I don't need you to be, like, all side with me. Like, oh, poor baby. But definitely don't be like, oh, this is good stuff. Like, mm. oh, this is some, some good gossip. And it, But, of course, I'm buzzing and I still like her. So I'm, I'm kind of sharing stuff. And, and from her take, it was basically like, oh, yeah, I've been in love before. Like, yeah, but I'll never be in love again. So I'm like, well, you never know. And it's kind of like, no, I'm never going to be in love again. So it's almost like she had her mindset where... This was not going to go anywhere, and mm-hmm. ideally, I like a relationship. I'm not even like, oh, we we have to get married, oh, we have to have kids. But it's like it'd be nice to have somebody that I could grow old with, and and you know, like be my alibi, help me bury the bodies and stuff. <laughs> but for her to, it just it struck me off as weird. And so that was on a Friday, that weekend we just didn't talk at all. I want to say Saturday, like I almost like I wanted to see her, and I was like I was gonna run off to the store to get some beers or something like. And, like, you know, it's close to her house. Like, hey, I want to drop off something. Like, is that cool? Like, what are you doing? You're busy. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And I went and, I mean, ice cold. The beers were not as icy as she was with, like, mm-hmm. just completely. Like, oh, okay. And, I, you know, I had some beers and just, I bought, like, a bag of, like, frozen uh, pizza rolls. Like, hey, they were on sale and I'm taking some home. Like, and I'm just trying to be, is that wrong? Is that me trying to be too forward or what? Well, if you thought that the two of you were in a relationship, it shouldn't be, it's not too forward. But even then, either one of us could cut it, cut our losses, and it's no big deal. You know, it's not like, well, then get, I, I didn't get none of my stuff passed. I didn't ask for my stuff. Because to me, that were her stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, but it was real icy, and so Sunday, nothing. And I think, I think, because the next week was her kid, so, like, respect her distance. But Monday or Tuesday, like, I just, like, you know, I wanted to, I just was like, and it's the middle of the day, so we're at work, right? And it's just me trying to, like, to be my own fantasy, whatever. But I'm like, hey, what's up? What are, what are you doing? Never heard from again. That was the end of that. Never talked. I, she had me in her apartment once or twice. I helped her like um, kind of clean up some stuff because I guess they're doing like a apartment building cleanup. And so I like I mainly I just want to spend time with her, get to know her more. Mm-hmm. And the more I liked, the more I was attracted to her. But it was just night and day. And so I even to this day, unless she moved by now. This is two years ago. But no, maybe not. I don't know the exact. Point. But I like I've been. If you invite somebody to your house. You expect, like right now, Beth, you came into, like, uh, we're from a secret location, but if you were to come and murder me in my sleep, I'd be like, you know what? It's my fault. Like, I own to that. Right? <laughs> I showed her where I sleep. It was all my fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> I'll show up to the jury in my ghost form and be like, Your Honor, let her free. All right. It's, I totally deserve it. I gave her that option, so it's <laughs> totally cool. But it's one of those weird things where, I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know where my head's at. I was doing a little, I wasn't that great that time, but. Now I'm in a little better place, and so now it's more where I'm trying to like to you know get that relationship going. But through that trajectory, like how pathetic, how pathetic do you have from uh, Mo Sislak to um, I don't know Duffman to uh, Disco Stew levels? Like where would I fall into that? Well, I guess Flanders <laughs> is kind of a good sort of sad sack where the dudes, the dudes like man, he gets around for the. I don't know if we recorded that part, but about being him a super stud and yeah, and a Krabappel. He had um, uh, Maude Flanders like. There was that one actress he actually slept with. Yes. Oh man. What was I thinking about that? Where I don't know. Now my, we gotta wrap this up. But so so from Mo Sislak to Duffman, who's kind of like your everyman, but like you know. Are you really gonna put me on the spot like? No, if you don't want to, (laughs) Beth, you're my co-host. You got a hundred percent. You just like no comment. Um, 
I totally feel like a Mo Sizzlag is like, I mean, Mo you're, you're not as bad as a Mo Sizzlag. But I'm no Duff, Duff Man either. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you're not that much of a douche to be Duff Man. <laughs> Ladies, uh, Barry Duffman. Ladies, uh, line up to get your taste of this buff. Oh, uh, uh, no, because Duff Man also uh, volunteers. At the homeless shelter. Yeah. Now. I'm no longer Duff Man. I'm Barry Duffman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can it, Barry? You can it, Howard, or whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, Sid, or something like that. Yeah. There are three Duffmans working tonight. Don't tell the children. <laughs> it's disillusioning. It's disillusioning. <laughs> or like uh, when Frank Grimes shoots him, like, Duffman, seeing, seeing dark, like, new uh, Duff draft, or something like that, I don't remember. I like it when uh, Mo gets plastic surgery <laughs> and he puts a sticker over his face. He's like, Duffman, can't breathe. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, man. But All no, right. you're, you're not as bad as most is like. Well, since I, I stopped trying to be like, I definitely don't want any, like, trying to be pity or whatever, but I just feel like, I don't know, man, I got to get in my head a certain way or I got to stop, one, building it and building it in my head because I think that's where it comes from. Uh, another kind of incident that made me douchey, when I was going to Fresno City, um, uh, mid to late 2000s, through the military, so it was like, no, nah, it was 2012-ish or something, but... There was this gorgeous, gorgeous assistant that worked uh, for one of my classes. And she was one of those very friendly, like, you know, gave everybody the time of day. And I thought she was real beautiful. And I was one of those, like, you want to talk about I'm out of your league? Like, she's not even in my galaxy, man. Mm-hmm. But so, and she used to do, like, a, I, I kind of struggled. Like, I can't remember what class it was. But she used to do, the, um, what do they call that? Like, um, uh, after, you know, after school, like, a uh, study group. Study mm-hmm. group. And so I went there to kind of brush up. And after a few, like, I got pretty... I kind of got the handle on what I was trying to get a handle on. But then finally one time, I mean, going to class, five minutes before class, whatever, she's standing outside, and I'm just like, you know what, just, you're going to look like an idiot anyway, just go, go through. So I went and I talked to her, and I was like, hey, and I still remember um, a comedian was coming to town, and, you know, I'm a big comedy fan. So I was like, hey, you know, check out the comedy show. Like, any chance you want, go check out the comedy show. And she's like, oh, I'm married. And she shows me the rock on her finger, and you want to talk about being a douche. Like, I felt like, oh, geez, like. Come on. So now I stare at everybody's hands. So uh, whenever I go to the cashiers, I grab their hands just to be like, like <laughs> So is this an engagement ring or a wedding ring? <laughs> well, or a friendship ring? Or Well, I make sure that, that I, I sit there and like, oh, I'm a chiropractor. It's okay. I'm just checking your, your bone density. <laughs> and so, well, this is the thing. If I see any rings, I'm not, I'm not going to say nothing. Pink, I don't know, pinky ring, middle finger ring. If you see the girls with all those rings, they're like, Wow, she's must have been married a long time. She only looks like she's 19, but... So I definitely, like, yeah, if I see a ring... So ladies, if you want to be avoided by certain creeps like me, just wear rings, all right? My, my friend, who has been separated from her husband for years, yeah. still wears her rings when she goes out to bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she's a- not going out to try and be, you know, hook up with somebody. She's going out to have fun. She doesn't want that so she'll put her wedding ring back on <laughs> and, and if i were able to kind of uh catalog every sort of you know from everybody's perspective of a night if i were to hear of a girl that like i, I messed up because her just because me saying like hey what's up just like and she's like look i'm with friends i don't want nothing to do i feel like a total douchebag because i can't pick up on the signal or like that. i feel like especially my well age, don't feel like a douchebag unless she, she tells you no and you still advance on her you don't know yeah. what you don't know you know so you don't know what you don't know, you know? You know, you know, you don't <laughs> you know. know. That was a good word to end it on, huh? But, yeah, if you, she told you, I'm not interested, and you still 
were pursuing her, yeah. then you'd be a douche. Okay. But if you, you knew, didn't know any better and you went and talked to her and she said no and you backed off, that's no problem. Well, and I mean, and we know what douches are for, so that completely confuses everything again. <laughs> well, so, yeah, so wrap it up. It's just, I mean, I, I'm kind of getting better trying it, but like, it's one of those things where it's not even a, a no. If I get a like, mm, I'm just backing off. Be like, okay, nah, don't, don't even worry because I'm, trust me, I'm not trying to make things. That's kind of what happened real recently. Uh, we could talk about it some other time, but it, my sister was like, wow, you took rejection pretty well. I was like, because that's what I expect, dude. But I'm trying not to go in with the head like, well, I'm going to get rejected. But at the same time, I can't go in feeling like, um, so it, it's totally like, so you uh, like stuff? I'm totally <laughs> like that. Where it's like, yeah, I like stuff. You, uh, you, you like me? I wouldn't like shoot you in the face. Sweet. I'd get kneecap. Perfect. It's like in Dumb and Dumber. She's like, so it's more like one in a million. She's <laughs> yeah. like, so there's still a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. And What's like, all this one in a million what? talk, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Beth. Sorry I put you through that misery. Hope it wasn't too awkward. Now all the listeners can sit there and wipe down all the all the, the sweat. I'm all sweaty, but it's mainly because it's just high humid in here. It wasn't it's hot talk. today. Like, if you were, you know, this definitely wouldn't make it on the Butt Slammers extended cut. I'll tell you what. It's just, it's not that good. But that's kind of what, you know, it tells you where my mindset at. And, like, does it change it? Does it make it more pathetic, my little, my little incidences or no? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> well, I don't, well, let's put this I don't think any less of you after hearing this episode. Yes. <laughs> that's my goal, like. You know, I haven't been in jail, so if I don't go to jail for the rest of my life, I'm doing pretty good. Well, you know, to put you on the spot, there's a, you mentioned her a few weeks ago, but there's a there was a, 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 a somebody that had a, a storage like where our office was, the side door. We had a little hallway, and there was um, there was one that she was really cool, and I liked her a lot, and I talked to her all the time. But it was one of those I don't know what her situation was. The one that had the sticker on the back of her car. You just got passed by a girl. I don't remember. I don't even. Remember. She had the Honda. I don't remember Tattoos. if she drove in. And I, I think I know who you're talking about, and I still talk to her. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying, like, help a brother out, Beth, but just put out some feelers. I mean, because... No, but uh, that's kind of... Because I've been asking... Does her first name start with... I think so, but this will definitely be off there. I, I was going to say that, too. I think it's... But I don't want to kind of pursue that. Yeah, I, I don't want to mention any names, but... Well, to put you on the spot, what do you think of that? What do you think of my chances there? Um... I think she's with somebody. Ah, so you don't want to, like, ruin her relationship by... <laughs> well... But if, if it's who I'm thinking of, she is really cool. And when when I put in my notice there, um, I told her I was I was quitting. Yeah. She's like, dude, we should, you know, do you stay have Facebook? Touch. Let's stay in touch. And yeah. so, yeah, she's been on my Facebook. All right, well, check that Facebook status. Yeah, is... it, it's too bad because the two of you do have a lot in common. Well, and this is, and I'm not trying to like to like kind of blame you or nothing bad, but this is one of those situations where it's like kind of like with my sister was like, if anybody ever said like, hey, your brother's kind of cute, or whatever, like, is it so hard to just you know talk about throw a bone, throw a bone, bone, just be like, hey, like you single, like any chance you know you'd want to just have a drink with them or something? Like I got no problem just you know being friendly because it's one of those now. Let me try and hook you up with somebody. Mm-hmm. No, because <laughs> then you might... I'd still be your friend, but it'd be one of those, like... Beth, like what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> well, and it kind of ties back in that one alpha girl. When I first... I mean, the week one, it was basically like, oh, are you single? Like, yeah. I, I get it. Like, it's written on my face. It's like, <laughs> no, but it's written on your crotch, apparently. But where she tried to hook me with a friend of hers, and so we double-dated her and her... They didn't have a kid at the time. 
and we went on a date and I was completely ignored. Like they talked because she had a kid. They talked about her kid like, oh my God, he, like he's so big and I, we bought some shoes from him and I was kind of like, what am I even doing here? And a friend the next day at work. So what do you think about it? Like, I don't know a thing about her. I'm pretty sure I don't even know her name. And so like, well, no, I think you guys really hit it off and we never dated again. And so <laughs> that's the one that, you know, had her head and stuff. But it's one of those things where like, um, nah, man, I'm not saying like try to help, help me out, but just, just open up them ears, Beth, open up, <laughs> open up the ears and hopefully they open up their hearts. Oh, it's, it ain't on some lifetime BS, but <laughs> it is what it is. So cue some, you know, slow you know, sweet music here. Well, that's what you do, like, like I said, like the grad. I think it's from the graduate, but like, why do birds suddenly appear? I'm glad, I, I'm glad I started this conversation with butt slammers, but I ended it with like, uh, doves and what is the, the, the Venus in the clamshell or whatever? Yeah, Venus. <laughs> or Homer, or who was in the clamshell? I don't know. It was, it was oh, the, Mindy. that Mindy, yeah. yeah. Oh, Mindy, you came oh, and you, oh, oh, What's the matter, Homer? Never seen a naked chick ride in the clam before? <laughs> <laughs> oh no because Lenny and Carl were the two chairs oh that's right yeah <laughs> or, or my favorite you know do 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 think on sexy thoughts think on sexy thoughts Barney and that stupid sexy Flanders so stay tuned to the follow up where Beth is gonna like uh, put in a good word for me maybe you ever like taking a shower and you smell something rank and you know you think there's something in the drain you're like god I gotta clean that out and then you look over and you realize there's a dead tauntaun in your shower and you just now noticed it. <laughs> well, I was using it as a loofah up to then, but sure. Yeah, because I hate it when that happens. Uh, well, <laughs> how often is that from a, like a weekly to monthly thing? Uh, probably about, you know, every six months or so. Oh, see, that's the worst part because you can't like, it doesn't stick to your head. You're like, again with the tauntaun, you know what Yeah, I mean? it's like, it's not like I'm expecting it every time I go in the shower and just turn around. Oh, God, that, that's what I smell. <laughs> well, it, but it's familiar enough because you you recognize it though. Yeah, you know what to do after the first two times. Uh, and How I to f- dispose of it and whatnot. What parts you can eat. And I left a lot of parts too, as far as like uh, my my solo adventures, just because you don't want none of that. But I will leave with a word of advice: when it comes to your choice of lubricants, do not, I mean, do not use bars of soap. <laughs> So going off that, all right, this is, this is a continuation of the sex episode, Beth, and we want to follow up because we finished about um, she who should not be named about how, you know, I, I liked her and stuff like that. And that very day, uh, I don't remember if I'm going to post that up, but that very same day, we started kind of talking about her and, just, and I don't know how you mentioned about it, but that she's a big, or like, I guess to get in her good graces or whatever it was like, she's a big fan of Tool and Chris Cornell, which was like, like, all right, Beth, it's not funny anymore. Like, whatever spies you have, or my sister up to you, because I'm a big Chris Cornell fan. I was very uh, upset when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And recently, I had a family member who passed away, kind of, I mean, yeah, they're fairly close knit, I guess. But I was way more hurt about Chris Cornell. Like, I, I, like, I remember I was. I, I remember when Chris Cornell died and how upset you were. <laughs> I didn't even, yeah, I don't know how I, I relayed that to you, but. You know, Tool, I'm a huge Tool fan of the last concert I went to when they were here in Fred Love years ago. But I remember I was driving to uh, this place to pick up some material for work. And, and on the radio, they talked about it, and Chris Cornell. And no lie, like, almost immediately, I pulled over to the side of the road. And I got, like, it was the one that was like, wait, what is happening? Like, the whole world was spinning. And it's like, it slowly sort of came to, like, no, this is some kind of joke. Like, okay, uh, radio DJ, get to the point where it's like, uh, wouldn't that be messed where's up? Where's the punchline? Yeah, where's the punchline? <laughs> and not only that, but... 
<clears throat> I don't know if it was that same day or what, but it, it tied in where, you, you know, he's part of the grunge era, right? So it became of like Kurt Cobain, obviously, you know, was killed, blew his head off, whatever, you know, in, in the early 90s. So he he left. And then Lane Staley, who I'm a huge fan of from uh, Alice in Chains, like he, he killed himself early 2000s. I think early 2000s, something like that. It was one of the, oh, crap. And so, you know, Chris Cornell now, you know, uh, accidental, whatever, he he died. And so people were like saying like, can somebody check on Eddie Vedder? Just like, hey, buddy, <laughs> like, hey, even Flo, you know, Jeremy, that wasn't like a fantasy thing, right? That was more a commentary. <laughs> Desperate cry to help, for help. <clears throat> Desperate cry for help. And like, um, so, you know, today in 2020, Eddie Vedder is still around. So that's pretty cool, man. Let, let's, let's, let's just keep hope alive. But as far as the big four of um, grunge, <clears throat> we're down to that. So Chris Cornell. And so that made me kind of like, what? And so, yeah, it, it was almost like you were like, so you want to put in a good word? And like, you know what? Right now, my mind's on, on this. I don't want to mess that stuff up. But it's definitely in the back burner, man, where I'm thinking about like, sure. So that's kind of where we wrap that up as far as the, you haven't talked to, not to get more. Nah, nah. I, I said I was going to, I've been avoiding Facebook like the plague lately. It's <laughs> yeah. just been so much drama and so, it's like, okay, yeah, COVID's happening. I get it. Can we shut up now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, now we got the fires going. That's great and all, but is complaining <clears throat> about them on Facebook going to put them out? No. <laughs> or I like when they do the classic, like, our hearts or our thoughts and prayers, like, F a thought and prayer, man. Send me a goddamn fire thing. There's, there's a George Carlin bit about that. It's <clears> like, send so-and-so my thoughts or send so-and-so my love. It's like, well, what if so-and-so doesn't want your love? And how am I supposed to send it? <laughs> yeah. You got a specialty box. Like, we sent organs through the mail. Like, do you need to dry ice it? Like, how? It's like, you ever done that with the people where they... No, I haven't sent organs. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm terrible with segues. Where so you know, where somebody does like uh, they blow kisses, right? Like oh, kids yeah. do that, where they physically like put their mouth and stuff, and then you do that whole like catch it and save it for no, later. Okay. No, that's the, I've done that before. Where I like intercept them. We're like, look, man, look, buddy, you probably get these all the time. Let me have one for me. You know. There's a, I don't know if you've ever seen the Mel Brooks movie, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a yeah. huge fan of that, yeah. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Robin Hood blows Maid Marian a kiss, and right before it gets to her, her maiden catches it in midair and goes, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I do remember. I, I like those tough maidens because, like, look, child. Yeah, it was like her them. job to keep Maid Marian's virginity intact. Yeah, didn't she have, like, the, the chastity belt? The, yeah. yeah. It's that. an Everlast. I, I I grew up watching that movie, so I could probably quote the whole thing. It's got Patrick Stewart in it. Who is he? He was he's King Richard. He appears at the end, and gives Maid Marian this kiss. Oh my God, man! Patrick Stewart. He's he's one of those he that I'm, I'm not like a so boss. I want to say I'm a I'm a fan of his. Well, yeah, I'm a fan. Of, I don't know much of his work, but like he's he's such a like cool ass dude. Like stud. Oh, him hey. and Ian McKellen. They're like BFFs, and them together are so so cute. It's that classic: find somebody that looks at you the way Ian McKellen looks at Patrick Stewart, <laughs> and vice versa, yeah. and you got a love for life. It's so exactly. It's so beautiful and genuine, and there's no like, no like sort of a um, what do you call it agenda there. Like, dude, like it's one of those. They're if just... you if you say a bad thing about either of those, I beat the shit out of you. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Hell, my little nephew, I love you. If you say like, nah, fuck that dude. Like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm I'm kicking you to the curb. It's like, don't go there. <laughs> Say in this house we like Patrick Stewart and we like Ian McKellen. You will show respect. Yeah, you will show respect. And, like I will not stand by while you 
badmouth either of these individuals. And and hey, add this to a future episode, but uh, Patrick Stewart, bald sexy man. Yeah. For sure. And like we'll have to make a top ten bald sexy man list. Just randomly thinking about that, that recently, I think we're past that already. You know, <laughs> we got to do a, a bald sexy man. So, uh, so that's how I kind of wound up with her. And and I don't know if I did on the show, but maybe it was that week. But through work, there's somebody that I kind of um came in contact with, and she's very new. Uh, I kind of, but something about her, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character. You know, mm-hmm. I've came across shitty people, but it's almost like where I give them the benefit of the doubt, where it's like. Maybe I, t- I take my, my gut instinct to take a hike for a minute just because cause, like, it's so bossy, right? That little voice inside you is so bossy. And who am I to tell me what to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes it's like, dude, don't eat that. Like last last eight times don't you've eat eaten that. it, it's giving you the runs and it's kind of like, and you're eating already. Like, okay, I'm just going to go and. Uh, Sorry, my stomach was louder than you were, little boy. Yeah. It's just it just tells me like look you know where the Melanta's at so have at it man and just like I'll take a vacay so uh, I was talking to somebody and and for some, obviously I thought you know oh she's cute whatever but just her attitude was very cool and like I very vibe with her so uh, that week I kind of invited her like uh, hey what you doing this weekend and she says something about or you know she's got company or whatever and so. I kind of threw out like, well, I was just thinking, you know, it'd be kind of neat to go for it. And, and it wasn't no, and you, I didn't put in, in, in quotes, it's like, no, let's go for a drive, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe part of me wants to show off the convertible BMW, but mm-hmm. I also wanted to cruise up to um, Oakhurst, like just go up to the country a little bit, the foothills, to kind of see just how, the, and just a legit drive, just to kind of, I have an idea to kind of do this thing where um, driving conversations, like I always feel, I don't know about you, I'm always by myself and I was talking to myself, but when I'm driving, I started getting this like, I just zone out and I get in a very zen mood. You know what I mean? I'm kind of the same way, but I have conversations with myself in my head. Well, I do that too, but you know, sometimes I get out loud and, and if the passenger is a car next to me, gives me that look of like, should I call the authorities or something? Well, now is the best time to be able to do that because everyone's got, you know, hands-free phone systems in their yeah. car. So you can just pretend like you're talking on the phone. Well, I do that constant thing where I, I tap my ear kind of like, oh, no, dude, it's it's in my ear. Just like if I'm caught picking my nose, I just go like, you know, like uh, oh, no, it was on the outside when that I got is, this. That is one <clears throat> part of Seinfeld I saw. Really? Where did you see that? It was on at TV? my at my friend's house. She was okay. watching it, and yeah, he's sitting in a car scratching his nose, yeah. and his like girlfriend pulls up next yeah. to him, and she thinks he's picking his nose. And... Well, when he gets talking to her, like there was no pick. There was like there was there was no uh, what do you say? Like there was no protrusion. There was no protrusion. <laughs> I, I like the the you know me because I like my vocab. Like there's one where um all right, this, before it becomes a Seinfeld ep- episode, but. There's one where he has somebody clean his house. Just be one-sided. Yeah, it'll be one-sided. All right, let's, let's stop the show. But where he has somebody clean their, their like a house cleaner, and the guy, he cleans his um his ketchup bottle or his soap thing or whatever, but he says, like, he uncoagulated the thing. And so, like, like that's a cool-ass word, coagulate. <laughs> Sounds like Mark when I wash his coffee cup. It's like, but I've been... Sp- it's it was flavored. It had the coffee in it, like you know, curing a cast iron pan. Oh yeah, yeah, like you let it's it like, like soak in. Yeah, it's like character. It, it was brown on the inside. I had to wash it. It's like, but that was the flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what makes it good, man. The stale, the staleness, and you're just like, like I'm not. That's one of your your sort of um, 
What were we talking about in one of the earlier episodes about like if oh if he grew a mullet that you'd be like I I has got to no. go for divorce yeah, yeah so that's I'm one sorry. of the like no nos like <laughs> so I love him to death but if he grew a mullet I'd... that's the death of it <laughs> you're like that's the death it's part like I, I will either shave your head or I will get divorce proceedings and... oh we're going for the shave him <laughs> so he could be added to the sexy bald man list you know he he he's <clears> getting to the point where he's you know his hair's starting to thin out and he's getting really sensitive about it i probably shouldn't be saying it but <laughs> yeah. um somebody like, who should not be named i was like you know just shave your head you know it, it's okay he's like no that's why that's the same <laughs> thing a hard like, no it's like okay well i mean i wouldn't lo- love you any more or less either ways but if it bothers you just shave your head yeah since it's kind of like a relationship episode i guess i feel strongly about that as far as like um and it's me just sort of thinking but like w- with women you know what i mean when women get like dolled up like, I know my sister's real big on that. We we joke about my sister that one is like, uh, we, if we want to go out, whatever whatever it is, by 8 o'clock, we let her know that we're going to leave at 7 just to give her that, that breathing room because it's like, and we joke about it all the time because she's in the bathroom and it's kind of like, and I'm not one to joke because I, I mentioned before, but in middle school, I was very like, I was very particular about my hair. I had the cool, slick... Back I remember you telling me you had to get each each line in the gel Completely straight. straight. I mean, and... maybe a good thing I didn't get like a level to get that line perfectly straight, but I'd wake up, you know, we leave at school by 7.30. I'd wake up like at 6 to be in the bathroom and hopefully, because we had the one bathroom for the six of us, hopefully be done be by that time. But no, a lot of times like, get out the damn bathroom. Like, I'm almost there and for like a straight hour and a half, it's just combing my hair. And, and it's one, I get back and it's like, okay, there's no wave there, and, like, just one more, like, there's a wave, like, start all over. And I mean, there's gel. <laughs> I, I went through gel, mousse, the three flowers. You ever heard of three flowers? No. It's this lard, dude. It's it's it's, it's in Spanish. It's called tres flores, which make fun. You can tell the Hispanics that are using it. But it's this lard, and especially in Fresno, I can't imagine it because of the heat, but in L.A., mm, it's, it's more tolerable. Tasty. No, it is not at all, dude. It's, it's, if, if you put too much of it, it, it's grease, man. It's like you have to... <laughs> like pomade? Uh, Mexican pomade. Mexican pomade. It's thick, too. It's like... <laughs> and, and so anyway, so this individual that I was talking to and stuff, and then it was she was kind of like, no, and, you know, because policy, company policy doesn't allow that kind of stuff. And right away, my, my bullshit meter was like, whatever. But it's like, it's you know, it's her prerogative. Like, I'm not going to sit there like, well, why not? Like, dude, take a, take a hint, dude. Like, yeah, back don't up. press the issue. So, but I, I kind of, you know, still... Uh, doing business with her or with her company and so recently we kind of talked again and um so i'm still talking to her but it's not making it like awkward you're not making it a point you know it's one of like this ain't my first time with rejection it's one of the i totally expected it so it's not even like oh man so i was just like kind of like yeah whatever just that's it it is what it is who cares you know so it's one of those where it's very funny because it ties in with you ever heard the term incel that's kind of a popular Mm -hmm. In the last couple of years, where so I I like to joke I call it imbecile, but it's it's, it's basically a guy. It's it's always a guy, right? But they try to play well. It's an individual, but that feels it's almost like they're entitled to, and so when they get rejected by or basically you know they're they're an adult male who's who's a virgin. Usually it's a virgin, but doesn't get attention from the females, and they feel like they've been wrong. And there've been a couple people that have done yeah, like that, that really bugs the hell out of me. And my immediate thought is like. Dude, there's something wrong with you, man. Like, I've never been, like, shot down by anybody and thought, like... It's like, people think because they <clears throat> ask, people have to give them what they are asking for. Yeah. Yeah, it's that entitlement. And, and it ties into sort of how people are, like... And I've... Not from that sort of romantic aspect, but just from personal aspect. 
I've done a lot of that thinking through the last couple of years where if I ask somebody a favor and they say no, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's not me like just because I didn't get the answer I want it. It's that's okay. That's the reason you ask because, mm-hmm. and so I give them that fifty. Like hell, this show. If, when I ask, hey Beth, you want to do this for me? If you said no, there's no reason for me to get mad. Why would I get mad? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, like, mm-hmm. well, hey Beth, I'm Just never going to talk to you. Just because you ask that. doesn't mean the answer is yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember one time I got really mad <clears throat> at a panhandler because oh. he uh, he asked me for money and I said no, and they're like, he's like, oh well, maybe next time. Then it's like. Maybe you can go kiss my ass. Just because you asked doesn't mean I have to give you shit. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, there's the movie Waiting? Oh, I thought you about the about the. Yeah, I was waiting for here, waiting to exhale. No, waiting. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And they had a sequel that didn't go to theaters. It was straight to video. uh, Still waiting. Okay. And um, is any of the any of the previous cast in there? Because Ryan Reynolds is in it, right? No, he's he's not in in it. Um. Louis something or other is in it. The the uh prep cook that was trying to get that you know started the game where everyone shows their dicks to each other. Oh, I forgot that part. Yeah. <laughs> Him, um, Calvin, which is the really pathetic guy that couldn't pee in public, he was in it. And um, I know I watched. Oh, uh, is it Justin Long? I don't know. Who well, he's is. a little kind of goofy looking dude with like long hair, like uh, he's average height. I, I want to say he's the he main was, guy. Was he the uh, the kid from Dodgeball? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, he, he's in it. He's in yeah. it. And um, so so right. it's got a little bit of the cast in it. But anyway, um, the manager he he still lives with his mom. He's like maybe early. There's no 40s. shame in that, by the way. But okay, continue. <laughs> he's in his early forties. Okay, there might be shame. And in uh, and his mom's just like you know complaining Bossy. complaining about not having grandchildren oh no and because he, he's, he's an only child he's an only child oh, he's like never get into a relationship she's like can't you just like have a one night stand or something <laughs> that produces a grandchild for me is that too much to ask so just and to wrap up i know i i didn't get this audio in but we we're talking about um some of my research that i've done you know for earthlings i watched them Earth Girls Are Easy, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. a classic movie, and <laughs> it's, it's a real funny movie. I, I, I still haven't watched it. Whatever? Mm-hmm. Well, when I was... Yeah, okay, yeah. Years, I, and yeah, I was I was a kid, my mom... Well, I didn't watch it, my mom watched it, and I was present in the house at the same time. Well, and it's rated <laughs> PG-13, and it's got a couple rough stuff, like, I know, like, uh, at the... Like, towards the end, where um, Gina Davis's character, she's the earthling, mm-hmm. and um, the guy... The guy, they're alien guys, and it's Jeff Goldblum. He's the leader, and it's Jim Carrey, one of his early roles, I believe, and Damon Wayans, and all these three guys are like they're kind of kooky aliens in real life. So it's <laughs> Jeff Goldblum has that real kind of you know uh, Earth or nature finds a way that kind of talking like he talks very uh, uh, he says uh a lot too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you did you watch um, um the Thor movie Thor Ragnarok? No. You know you might watch it just for him. He plays this like he he rules this country or this planet. And he has um, <clears throat> the Hulk. He, he, the, I'm not dang, it's gonna go too long, but the Hulk sort of lands on here, and he ends up fighting, and um, he fights Thor because Thor winds up there too. But so he's like this gladiator arena, and he's very you know he plays an alien, and he he plays Jeff Goldblum basically. <laughs> I was about to say Jeff Goldblum is pr- practically. I mean, in the in the Fly in Jurassic Park, he plays a he just he he like stands out. But he still kind of belongs. He has a leather jacket, isn't it? Like where he's like has his leather jacket open. You see his his manly hairy chest. Like 
don't know. Jeff Goldblum is something. He's an alien. He's definitely something else. He is tall. He's a pretty lanky, dude. Yeah. In, I uh, saw him on a. He was a guest on an episode of Top Gear, and he was like, one of the main hosts is like six five, and he was like taller than him. Powering Oreo, yeah. It was a while ago, but he did a commencement speech for some some university. Um, but he was, he was the main speaker, and he had a huge painting that he did. Oh, wow. And it, like, filled the room. But, you know, he still made jokes, but he was also very, very smart, very well-spoken, and very, you know, insightful about, you know. Just life kind of in general. Yeah, life. It, it, it's really good to watch. I mean, I can't remember the name of the college, but if you look up on, the whole speech is on YouTube. Jim Carrey commencement hour. speech. Probably. Yeah, Jim Carrey commencement speech. Yeah. It'll it'll show up. And he's got the, the poofy hat, you know, that the, um, the professors wear at, you know, those college graduations they got the poofy hats and the robes i'm not sure and what they like. were so not the little square thing right no no the students wear those but yeah. the college the professors wear like yeah poofy, poofy. hats. i'm gonna look that up <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever noticed that well, that's interesting but yeah he, no he's a very smart dude um just kind of a little tip this is the jim carrey hour yeah where um he uh, somewhere i read about how as he was starting Hollywood, I think he wrote himself like a million dollar check. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he put a date, like a, a future date, and he basically got like a, a movie deal for like about a million dollars or something, like right around that, like that same year, mm -hmm. which that's awesome right there. But um, growing up, like I think, you know, I think, I don't know if he lived with his mom. He I lived with, lived. I think, both of his parents because he talked about, you know, his dad. He, he's a lot like his dad. His dad yeah. was very funny. He's like, my dad could have been a very successful comedian yeah. but he took a safe job or what yeah. he thought was a safe job as an accountant mm -hmm. and after 20 years <clears throat> that safe job went away and he didn't know what to do with himself and he never got to chase his dream because he thought he was doing the safe thing yeah yeah i, I was a big fan of I first, the second one not so much the first one was pretty well see good. it's the opposite for me i didn't like the oh, first shoot. one that much but i really liked the second one. Oh, that's funny <laughs> it's because it's of the coming out of the rhino's asshole like that's always the, the, the <laughs> that clincher. was hilarious i can't get over it and he's buck naked and they're like oh he's giving birth and then he pops out and he's all slimy because he was sweating and then they're like they're just horrified oh my god <laughs> i definitely like the first part Wait, more, we, but... we quote that all the time like if it's really hot outside we're like kind of hot in these rhinos <laughs> <laughs> I, just I gotta strip down and climb out oh gee that's funny and then you know the classic and i think i guess for us the classic but in the beginning he does a little slinky like he's always wanted to do it and then it, it, it stops, stops at the last one and he's like oh it's so close or something like that <laughs> all right but that, so yeah. that's all about sex well yeah <laughs> i guess coming out of the randall's technically that's kind of sex i guess um mm. or well let's let's tie it up with the first episode when, you know, he had sex with a, a cross-dresser, or not a cross-dresser, a transvestite, I guess you would call it. Because it was like, Finkel, Finkel is whatever. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I, I horn is Finkel, Finkel is I horn, yeah, that's right. It, well, I remember watching it as a kid, and the whole, like, like Captain Twinkie or something, it's like, Captain the, Winky, Captain Winky, and they're like, where's the worst everyone case? Everyone in that room starts spitting, it's like, everyone's made out with this guy. Even the dolphin, right? I, yeah, the dolphin, <laughs> yeah. I think, is like doing like... Like thing. doing like a spitting thing. Because yeah. Dan Marino was the one that stood out. Because he's like tied up and he's like spitting off to the side. Yeah. yeah the, every single person is... Spit. Uh, yeah, so everyone's spitting up, but the Captain Winky. But I remember when he, you know, it's like, or, or they got the worst case of hemorrhoids I've ever seen. They flip. I remember I watched that as a kid and I was kind of like, I, I don't get it. Like I didn't get it either. But when I watch it as a adult, it's kind of like, whoa, man, whoa. And then I remember as a kid 
you kind of don't know the context, but the whole scene where he's, you know, strips naked and he's like in the shower, purging himself he's and like, like unclean, unclean, unclean yeah. yeah, and he's crying and then he puts that whole wad of gum in his, gum mouth. in his mouth. Oh man, gum. Let me straight state. I said gum in his mouth. So gum. G U M. All right, man. That'll make our sex episode. I'm gonna have to edit a whole lot of this because we're at 35 minutes. But uh, right after this, I'm gonna jump into that B52 stuff. Or maybe not. We'll see how it goes. All right. So listen to Jive as Alien on Instagram. This was Tony Shava. And Beth. And uh, talk to you guys next time. I hope you guys listen all the way through. Peace. Peace.